Hello, welcome to On Another Note with Doug. And Judy. And we're kind of breaking things up here. We actually promised that we were going to be releasing our episodes on Mondays and be regular, you know, like once a week. Yeah. But I felt like that there was something in the news that I didn't want to wait uh, until the next episode would be next you know, Monday. Next week. Yeah. We missed this Monday. It's been busy. Yeah, it's, yeah, I just haven't had time to do it. So anyway, um, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff in the news. I mean, it started kind of like a local thing and then picked up nationally. So once again, I think people are <laughs> kind of shaking their head about Nebraska. Again. It's <laughs> really not our fault, really. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember voting for him. I don't know. But anyway, hmm. um, you know, the spring with uh, school closures and things, they're having to rely on like virtual graduations or commencement. Mm -hmm. And so Fremont High School had theirs all put together and then they released it and they had invited uh, Ben Sass, who's U.S. Senator from Nebraska and actually from Fremont. Yes, graduated from Fremont High School. Fremont High School Mm -hmm. to do their commencement address. And um, people are a little upset. Yeah, a little bit. And um, for a lot of reasons. Um, I I sat and watched um, most of it as far as... I couldn't make it all the way through. I couldn't make it all the way through either. It was embarrassing. Um, But... um, yeah, the first thing was just his appearance. Now, I totally get the whole COVID thing and how... I think that's, yeah, you that's know, probably I, the, I, I yeah, understand, you know, that you, apparently you can't shave during COVID um, or pull your tie all the way up, you right. know, or um, comb your hair. And so... Maybe I, that's the style. It's the style, you know, people are going for. The, maybe he's trying to be one of know, the people. I don't know, but... Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of the way it started was I looked at him first. And I thought, wow, is he taking this seriously? And then he started to talk. And, um, now, I, I, yeah. Well, I will say that I think that there were some attempts at humor. I think so. And you and I have been watching, and we don't, don't normally do this, but we've been watching late night television sometimes. We've been catching, like, uh, Jimmy Kimmel or um, Jimmy Fallon's opening monologues and they don't ever seem to be very funny <laughs> without an audience without an audience to play mm-hmm. off the energy is really different so i think yeah. especially if your material isn't very good <laughs> and maybe maybe these two weren't very funny to begin with and the laugh tracks have just held them <laughs> Could all this time yeah, that's possible that's quite possible yeah um so i don't know it was it was really Kind of cringeworthy oh, several yeah. times. It was like Michael Scott me. of The Office, cringeworthy. Now, I will, go, I will go say this, that, you know, I've been to lots of commencements. Um, and I, I was trying to remember who spoke at my high school commencement. And I cannot tell you who spoke or anything that they said that stuck with mm-hmm. me. But I'm sure that the, the graduating class of 2020 from Fremont High School is going to remember this speech. I'm Whether that's sure. good or bad, yeah. And uh, I could actually I could name people that spoke at commencements when I was a teacher, and I remember who spoke at my undergraduate commencement. I don't remember who spoke when I got my master's degree. Well, you know how it is. It's the old people who choose who speaks at commencements. It's not the kids for the most part. True, that's right. They, they yeah. may include sure. the kids and say, "Hey, we've thought of some people here," and they go, oh, "Okay, do that." 
but um, that and that's why I don't think we necessarily remember. But I have um, I did one of the Nebraska breakfasts in D.C. where he and and other um, uh, representatives spoke, and um, they kind of all acknowledge that he's the comedian of the group. I mean, he thinks he's funny. But the problem was is that his funny ended up insulting everybody he was talking to. Right. Well, yeah, and yeah. And, and that is a style of comedy. You know, the it, whole insult comic, uh, where Maybe you really go where people live. And some of the references didn't really. Um, people didn't know the reference. The fact that he talked about how Jeremy is the worst name. Well, it turns out. That he was, when he was in high school, when Ben Sass was in high school, mm-hmm. and he was a high school wrestler. Yeah. And um, I, don't, I can't remember, I think it was at state or some wrestling championship. He was defeated by an oh, eventual champion Jeremy. by the name of Jeremy. And not only was it Jeremy, but it's Jeremy that ends with an E, not a Y. Oh, well, that would throw so it all off. It really, of I mean... Dream, I don't know. Well, I'm, then he proceeded to insult... Um, Psychologists. Yeah, he went after psychologists, gym teachers. Yes, um, and mm-hmm. don't major in psychology because we just don't need any more. Um, and I, it was just kind of odd, and it didn't seem planned. Which or is strange organized. timing where we've had the last several years a lot of discussion about mental health. Exactly. Of all things. Exactly. <laughs> and you go after the psychologist. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, and then of course, then he he made fun of the fact, and, and chances are, I mean, let's be real, everybody's like going around in their comfy pants and and that kind of stuff during yeah. the day. But to kind of say, hey, thanks for coming down from your bedroom for graduation, kind of, you know, I just thought, anyway, <laughs> we could go on and on. But the fact is, <laughs> is that the man is in a position of leadership, right? And he should have spoken. So, what kinds of things with dignity would you? Now, I know everybody kind of has uh, another commencement speech, blah 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 blah. Right, but. I mean, what are two or three things that when you are speaking to young people specifically and us as influencers, as um, adults in their lives, parents, teachers, what kinds of things should they be hearing? And it has been a difficult spring. So we're kind of switching now on another note. Possibly, possibly. Um, I liked how you used the word influencers in there and... and, um, (laughs) Yeah, well, we could. That could be a whole other podcast, but well, um, you know what I mean. But yeah, but, but um, people that you know, someone who's in a in a position of leadership mm-hmm. should be trying to inspire, uh, trying to challenge. Um, okay. Um, you know, offering to walk beside them, offer. I mean, those are things that leaders do. You know, and these kids. And don't get me wrong. We'll we'll talk on another note in a minute. But this is. I was trying to transition everybody. Um, I, I know, know you were, but we weren't finished yet. And so, <laughs> but, uh, I wasn't finished yet. Let me clarify that. But, um, yeah, it, it, it had, he had such an opportunity to be able to um, encourage them to not be all down about everything that's going on right now. Mm. You know, that they could be the future of this country, that... You know, here were things they could do to be leaders and, and to be 
influencers or whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. But he had that opportunity to do that. And what he ended up doing was just kind of tearing things down. It didn't really, it just didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere. It's something you listen to. You're like, I could have, I'd like to have that eight or 10 minutes of my life back. Oh, that's why I didn't make it to the end. Sorry, Ben. I'm sorry. And honestly, you, you seem to be a very nice person in person, but no, this was just very wrong. Um, well, my other, so, here's my other question. Yeah. Okay, and I haven't seen anything. Well, I did see there was a statement from uh, the school system or the administration mm-hmm. that they don't censor or, uh, you know, anyone's speech. Oh, I missed that. Okay. But, I mean, this is something that wasn't live. It's not like you're at the event and the, the speaker walks up and starts and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is a train wreck. Mm-hmm. This was recorded. Right. So does that mean... It was not they, vetted. They watched it and then said, well, this is what we have, and put it out there. I, to me, as a as a parent, I think I would feel let down that they didn't look out for my kid a little more. I mean, it's don't get me wrong. I, I'm not one of those, you know, lawnmower parents or helicopter parents, but uh, you, would, you would hope that somebody would have the authority or or feel strongly enough about it to go, hey, you know, this... We don't need this. This well, is not that, going to be a good thing. That goes to a lack of leadership again. Mm-hmm. We we don't teach people how to be leaders, and it takes a leader to step up in the mo- in the uncomfortable circumstances to be able to speak out against something that is just not right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not horrible. It's not the end of the world. Life will go on, but if if you have a vision of what this was supposed to be. In a time that's I can't imagine really this difficult, was, was supposed to be part of that vision. This, I don't think that was it. I'm sure. I'm sure that they were looking for something with a little more decorum. But uh, you know, but I'm not f- from Fremont. I'm not want to insult anybody from Fremont. But well, I have. I'm, I have friends from there. I have. I, I've, do. I've been in that school building many times. Mm-hmm. One of my former students is a teacher there. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's probably it's more a, than one. I know of one right it's now. It's a pretty little community of hardworking people who. You know, deserved better than this. Exactly. They really did. Anybody deserves better than that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but you were saying something about on another note. But on another note, where, what, so let's take this and uh, keep developing that leadership idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it has been a rough spring where kids, they haven't had their prom. Uh, they haven't had been able to have a live graduation, their sports, all those things, school, just the social aspect of being in school with their friends every day, mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, there's a, a lot of disappointment. I mean, we've talked about us dealing with it as educators and as people. Oh, <laughs> right? yeah. So, um, we, you know, the speech obviously wasn't, wasn't the ideal way to deal with it. Yeah. But what can we do to help young people in a time like this? Well, first of all, we have to teach them not to feel sorry for themselves. I mean, there's one thing to be disappointed. There's nothing wrong with being disappointed that the, something the didn't happen. The feeling is real. It's the there. feeling's there. I mean, because you have an expectation, the expectation is not met, then what do you do with it? And that's that's the thing. And um, what I see a lot of is, I mean, we have a lot of really well-meaning adults in these kids' lives that want to make things happen for them. They... They, they want them to have the best of experiences. Mm. And, um, you know, I look at this and I think, wow, this is pretty first world problem here. You know, it's like, 
okay, wow, um, you didn't get to wear your pink dress to the prom, and that's awful. You spent some money on it, and you didn't get to go with the guy you wanted to. And I get that. That would be a disappointing it's, thing. It's one opportunity. But it's one opportunity. For some people. Yes. Or from some, for some young young people. If you're a senior, then and that's it. this is your senior prom. And that's it. That's right. You know. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, but there are other people in the world who didn't get to eat that day. Right. And so you kind of have to put these things in perspective. And it's hard because you come at it from wherever you are. I mean, if everything's always, you've always had what you needed or wanted, and this is the first time something major has been taken away, again, the disappointment is real. Yeah. But I think where um, adults are really um, kind of lacking at this point is, is that we are kind of heaping coals on the fire of disappointment here, um, in that rather than teaching them how to deal with the disappointment, I mean, showing sympathy and, you know, we love these kids, but also once we get past that point of like, well, okay, this isn't going to happen. How do we lead these kids in a direction of healing and acceptance and thinking outside the box as to what could be or looking forward to other goals? I mean, I'm not to underestimate prom because I, I went to two of them, but anyway, oh, I, I went mean, to one. I mean, um, a prom is a dance. So when this is over, take your best guy and go to a dance. Or girl. Or whoever it might have Whoever it is, right. Yeah. And so, um, but I, what I think I really want to kind of focus in on is how I think adults are really letting kids down right now. I wouldn't say in all instances. No. We, we see some really great things on social media and oh, yeah. uh, John Krasinski's. Um, some good news. There's a lot of really kind things happening and, oh, and good yeah. things. But but I understand what you're saying. So many times you get a call from a parent after an audition or after something where the you know the student didn't get the solo or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and uh, the parent wants to try to fix it, and it's like, well, it's done. Mm -hmm. It's it's over. Right. So you can let me know you're disappointed for your kid. That I'm disappointed for your kid too. I mean, I want everybody to mm -hmm. to be successful, but there's not really anything you can do to change it. You know what I mean? Right. It rather than okay, that was a setback. Let's go on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. What do we learn from it? Well, I think it's life preparation. I mean, I'm sorry. COVID is just life slapping us in the face. Sure. This is the way it is. And it would be wonderful if everything was just, as my dad would say, hunky-dory all the time. Yeah. That would be that would be great. I would also love, boring. After a while, <laughs> you know, after a while, it's like, okay, well, what did we do today? Although I feel like um, 2020 is so far just... Boy, it's been a doozy. Punching us around. Pretty much. <laughs> and um, I'm sure that this particular class, like, I'll, ha I, I'll be honest with you. Um, our, our fifth graders in my school district have gotten hit several times with some major whammies because at the beginning of the, the year, they were supposed to go to a baseball game. Mm -hmm. Like all the district, the fifth graders go to a salt dogs game, which is a minor league, right? Um, or a farm team or whatever you call those things, right? It's a minor league team. Thank you. Okay. Um, and it got completely rained out. Um, and the kids were disappointed. There were tears, you know. This was like this big thing their last year in elementary school kind of thing. 
And some of the kids handled it pretty well, actually. Disappointment, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and they've talked about it some. But it wasn't the kids so much as it was the parents who were demanding that something be put in its place and everything needed to change for those children. And um, not looking at logistics, not looking at schedules, not looking at anything else, but fix this for my child. And what does that say to the kid? I mean, the kid is just like, okay, well, I have to do is sit back and mommy's going to fix it for me or daddy's going to fix mm-hmm. it for me. Yeah. And then, you know, they get into middle school and something happens and mommy or daddy fixes it for them and high school and mommy or daddy fixes it. And then they get into college and sometimes it's a little eye-opening. I want a sign for my desk. I keep saying this. It says, this ain't high school no more. <laughs> so, so many times. It shouldn't have been high school in the first place. Something doesn't go their way. And, and uh, you know, it, and again, it's trying to coach the student how to, how to deal with it. You have to talk them through it. Right. You don't want to come off flippant or not caring. Right. And I, and I think that's, that's tricky sometimes. Uh, but but to the kid, it's a big deal. It's like these kids this graduation. It's oh, their it's, it's a big deal. One high school graduation. Mm-hmm. Some of them, you know, it took them a while to get, get through those four years of school. Um, <laughs> oh, that was that was a Ben Sass kind of joke. <laughs> it wow. was, although mine's funny. Probably only because you're here to laugh. But I laugh at everything. It, you know what I mean? It's um, yeah. But again, we're not teaching them how to deal with it. And that's part of the caring. I mean, we say, oh, you're not caring if you don't fix it. But the truth is, is we're really not caring if we don't teach them how to deal with it. Right. Because later on, when something happens, you know, I have I have this uh, friend that I taught with for a long time um, at a, a former school. And they're a beautiful family. And they've got some beautiful boys. And they've just gotten some really bad news about uh, the upcoming birth of their next child. Um, and their outlook is so different from what I think most people think um, it, it ought to be mm-hmm. because after, after the initial disappointment and after the grief and after the, the eventual anger, I'm sure, that comes with that kind of thing, they have decided that they're going to make this into a gift. This is going to be a challenge. It's a gift. It's not something they expected but yet they're going to go forward in the best way that they can. And it's a change, it's a difference in attitude. It's like, how can I take, I mean, not to, to compare to lemons, but how do I take lemons and make lemonade out of this? I mean, and if you can't do that in life and you allow each disappointment to come and just hit you over and over again and you don't try to do something about it, you're, you know, you're gonna be a statistic. And yeah. I think we're really doing I would venture to say, I have no research to back this up, but I wonder if we don't have a lot of people or a lot of young people in particular who are choosing to do drastic things because they've not been taught how to deal with disappointment and devastating things and and all of that and have not been led by adults to do that. Um, Before we go on, though, I want to make sure I clarify a little bit here. As someone who has, has dealt with anxiety and depression myself, I don't want to say that this is going to fix all those problems and that I understand that there are chemical imbalances and trauma and all of these other things that go into it. But I think this is one way that we can help kids. I would agree. It's a really important thing to have somebody in your life that can do that for you. Oh, exactly. It yeah. Is. 
And so I, I feel for these kids. I, you know, it's one of my things. I, I am a fixer. I want to fix things for kids and, and for other people. But, um, you know, at the same time, this was their only graduation and something should have been much more dignified than what they were given. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And to the rest of the class of 2020, I hope the rest of your life isn't anything close to what you've had to go through so far. Yep. That's kind of like what I used to say about the first year of teaching. The great thing about it is that you only have to do it once. Amen. <laughs> this is so true. You only have one high school graduation. And <laughs> one so first year of teaching. Look at that again. <laughs> so I guess that was on another note with Doug. And Judy. Okay, there you are. For listening to On Another Note with Doug and Judy. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us or give us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. It's easy to remember. It's On Another Note with Doug and Judy at gmail.com. And you can find us on social media, Facebook and Twitter. Please let us know you're listening and we'll take suggestions for future topics or just whatever. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>